0: Hello, and welcome to the Faith Culture Podcast. My name is Oluwashina Konde. I'm your host, and it's nice to have you on the show again today. On today's episode, I have with me an amazing guest who is going to be sharing with us an inspiring story, uh, a personal story, and also will be sharing with us um, nuggets that we can use to transform our lives. Nuggets that can move us from, you know, a place of um, challenge to a place of success. And uh, my guest is a special one. Uh, I'm sure you can't wait to actually... Um, yeah, from his world of wisdom today. Uh, welcome to the show, Mr. Kola Olubu. Thank you so much, you know, so nice to be here to this um, today. I
1: appreciate yeah, you inviting me over.
0: Yeah, yeah, thank you so much for making our time for this as well, sir. Yeah, uh, I, I think uh, we, we should jump um, right away into the conversation today. But before I um, sort of, um, you know, um, introduce our subject, I I'm going to read this passage of the Bible, which I find um, to quite um, resonate with your story, and that is the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 12, verse 9. It says, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. I believe strongly that this scripture clearly fits into the um, profile. Uh, you know, uh, you know, of your humble self today. And uh, it's just nice to hear someone who is gonna share things not just from books, but of course, from their own personal experience. And just a brief, a brief background about um, my guest today, uh, Mr. Kola Olubodi is uh, Africa's um, leading background um, check expert. And he's also the author of the intriguing and life-changing book, um, Through It All, a memoir of many trials and triumphs. And this book in particular captures some of the challenges he was faced with from childhood to adulthood and how he surmounted um, them. And that is why um, I thought it's right to have him on the show today to share with us um, seven um, practical ways to completely turn your challenges into success. Uh, Once again, welcome to the show, sir. Thank you so much, uh, Shainal. So great to to have me on your program thank yeah. you so much yeah thank you uh, you know one of the amazing things we love to do on the faith culture podcast is to share inspiring stories stories that can ignite faith in believers you know and of course those who have sort of lost faith in god stories that can also reignite you know their faith again you know in god and that is why we are actually doing this you know um sir uh yeah i'm just going to uh you know start on this notes challenges uh you know i i believe there's nobody on earth that um, doesn't have their own stories, or that doesn't have their own um, you know um, you know um, challenging moments uh, but the point is yeah you know uh, the, the the real the realness or the good thing is when you know we don't allow these challenges to keep us down you know we don't allow these challenges to you know to put like as someone says we don't allow you know the challenges to put our back to the ground but the ability to move on you know from the challenges to success you are you know you are a testimony of that right um can you give us a brief background into how this sort of uh, you know topic you know fits into uh, into your own story all right
1: all right so thank you so much um, shino um well my life has been full of challenges right from the first that i was giving birth to um and then maybe up to today, actually. <laughs> uh, the day I was given back to that was the first day, the first challenge happened. They mm-hmm. discovered that my umbilical cord was knotted in three places. And my mother said that the medical people started running elter skelter, um, trying to unknot and to be sure that I don't suffer um, loss of oxygen to my brain, you know, because it was when I came out from the womb that they saw the knot, so they were not sure how long the umbilical cord had been knotted. So which means that food and oxygen that I should have been getting from my mother may not have been flowing to my brain and then the rest of my body. Uh, of course, they saw no knot in the they, those three knots and um, they discovered that I was okay. Um, So right from the first day, I should have had um, become somebody with cerebral palsy um, if truly did not happen in the womb. So that was my first challenge in life, right from the first day I was born. Then the second one happened when I was like three years old. Um, Of course, one day I was just, uh, my mother said I was on the party doing my thing. And then uh, suddenly, by the time she came back, I was already on the floor um, with the contact in the party all over me, and she told me to get up. And I said, Mommy, I can't, I can't get up, I can't stand on my legs. And she said, she thought I was um, being naughty and said, I will beat you, I will kill you, get up. And she pulled me up and she said, I went all the way back to the ground. Um, and then she discovered that the two legs were paralyzed. Oh. And um, so um, that was how the second challenge came. And then, of course, other challenges came when I was growing up. Um, of course, majorly, um, the first exam I was going to fail in my life was in secondary school. I'd always believed that I was brilliant from primary school to secondary school. Then I did Y, and then um, I had two credits, and then the rest were lots of Ps and F's, you know, and so that jolted me back to life. Um, I'd always been self-confident. I've always felt no matter no matter what we I want to get to in life, I can get there by myself. So I failed, and then of course, of course, later I succeeded in getting to the university um and then of course the next challenge came finding a life partner remember that i have disability and um, so um nobody wants to marry any any brother with disability Uh, they may like your face they may like your spirituality because at the point i got born again And I went um, the old night with my spirituality. I wanted to know God. I was trying a lot of things. So uh, being spiritual was not a problem, but my disability made it a big challenge um, finding someone to to say yes to me. You know, I think I proposed to uh, like uh, four different sisters at different junctions. After praying and believing that God is leading me to Sister A, she said no, then give me time Sister B, Sister C, Sister D. Then I went back to Sister A. Um, of course, Sister A was like the one I felt my heart went for. So every year I kept on going back to her, the first year, the second year, the third year, and then the fourth year. Maybe because of my persistence, uh, <laughs> And then of course not that alone. God convinced her that uh, yes I have this disability, but she's the one that's supposed to be by my side. So she wow. said yes. so we got married uh, two years after we she said yes and then of course we expected the children to come and then suddenly uh, first year, second year, third year, fourth fifth, sixth, seventh year, Um, Okay, sixth year, uh, and then of course, it took seven years for us to have our first child. And then, like Yoruba, we say, according to your name, Shino, we just felt, ah, after the fourth child came, God has opened the way, uh, Uluwati, Shino, and then we thought the second child will come two years after um, our son. And then we started counting the years again, the first year, the second year, the third year, the fourth year the 5th and then 6th and then she also came the 7th year after uh, her brother so it took us 14 years to have our two children you know and then of course the other (laughs) challenge was that (laughs) I'd always wanted to do business and then I struggled to start one business that was being very fine everything was going well the funds were coming in we had enough to buy house, buy this, or to rent a big house. We didn't buy, you know. And then all of a sudden, the the business just was dived, and the next moment, we found ourselves neck deep in debt. Wow. Uh, all right, so um we had to sell everything we have to be paying debt. So we went back into penury. We didn't even have enough money to rent a house. Thank God for a brother in the church that gave us his boy's quarters um, that became our abode for like three, four years. You know, rectangle. we had an abode where we didn't have food. So we struggled to eat for a very long time. Every day was living by faith, um, not knowing where, where the next meal was going to come from. Of oh. course, when you didn't have money, how can you buy another cloth? So it was same dress we keep kept on wearing. Um, of course, uh, when you don't have money no more, you start losing friends, so we lost the friends. Um, and things just went, kept on going from, uh, from, from fry, fry pan to fire year mm-hmm. after year for almost like five years things went so bad, you know, Um, that at the end of the day, God always show up the way he does. And then yeah. he turns around, you know. So my life has been full of, of trials and challenges and troubles. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's,
0: good, it's good to establish that background because I know a lot of, a lot of my listeners might not even know your story. And i love the way you sort of established it but the good thing about life i mean is that that is not the end right and uh, i mean you have been able to mount all these things you know all these different challenges and you've mm-hmm. been able to make best out of it all and i think that is what i would now would love you to share with us there are a lot of folks who are listening to this and you know they are overwhelmed by their challenges and i love mm-hmm. the fact that you mentioned that your, your spirituality was you took it seriously and i mean and i would love it to you know to 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 start on that note how you know as you offer the you know the seven ways to completely turn challenges into success i would love it to begin on that note where you you know uh, make christ your you know your savior and then you know share with us the other uh, ways to turn you know our challenges because i believe it's not this ch- turning these challenges into success Is something that can be applied regardless of the challenge you might be passing through. You don't have to, your own story doesn't have to be be like that of uh, Mr. Collar, right? It can be any other challenge, but these are principles that I believe can also work for any other person. So uh, please go ahead, sir. All right. Thank you
1: so much, Shino. You know, um, I think it was 1984 when I got to the university um, that I. Of course, I I entered into a vow with God that um, if you will just miraculously make it happen, that I gain admission into the university in 1984 um, after graduating from secondary school in 1982. So God, if you can make it happen, I will give my life to you, you know? And so miraculously, after I didn't meet the cutoff and everything, um if I i went to law University, you know, they just started a new course then, demography and social statistics. And they were just looking for people that didn't meet the cutoff in other social sciences courses that were ready to just study demography. And so they offered me demography and social statistics. I've sat home like two years, I didn't even mind any course that I I actually am given to just leave the home and gain admission, I mean, go to the university. So that was how miraculously I found myself in the university. So since I promised him that I was gonna give my life to him, I did give my life to him. Even though I was trying to trick God, I thought I will give him for four years. After four years, I'll take my life back and say, thank you, give me my life back. But of course, after giving my life to him, I just described that, I thought what I was trying to enter into was religion, Um, just go to church, just pray. But I never knew that being born again was entering into a very deep and intimate relationship with my creator, you know? That was how it started. And I just described that um, I could pray and God could lead me to scriptures that will give answers to the prayers I've prayed. By times I'm praying and deep in my spirit, I'm hearing the voice of God telling me what to do. You know, and so I started enjoying that. And of course, because I was somebody that anything I put my mind to do, I go all the way. So everything that, start, I mean, that looks like spirituality, I gave myself to eat, I wanted to be able to walk in every gift of the spirit, uh, word of knowledge, word of wisdom, I want to hear prophecies, I want to be able to lay hands upon the sick. So I went all the way and I discovered that I grew so spiritual. I mean, spiritually so fast. And thank God that 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 spirituality was what helped me um, with all the challenges I faced in life. Of course, the first challenge that I mentioned from after I got born again, was choosing a life partner and after I proposed and I discovered that, okay so why are these um, ladies saying no to me and I told myself primarily is because of your disability I know I had to tell myself that regardless of my disability I deserve number one a wife and then number two not just a wife I deserve the best wife ever you know i kept on telling myself over and over again that god as you leave i deserve the best wife you're going to give me the best wife i thank you because i will get the best wife so when i propose to a sister and then she turns me down naturally i will feel down then i will tell myself you told yourself you deserve the best maybe she's not the best that's why she said no if she's the best, she was going to say yes. So I kept on telling myself this. You, you know, the Bible says, as a man believes in his heart, so is the man. Yes. So I believed I deserved the best. In fact, I first believed that, number one, I'm going to be married because the Bible says it in Isaiah chapter 62 that I will not be deserted. I will not be forsaken. My oh. land shall be married. So number one, it was settled disability or no disability, I'm going to be married. Then number two, I'm going to get the best of wives, mm. you know? And so that's that's why I kept on going on. So when challenges like that come, please first sit down and do some analysis, what's the problem? Why is this challenge coming? Maybe you're in, a, in that, or at that point of people rejecting you and you desire, you think you, um, you also want to marry and now you just sit down instead of you to put things in perspective and allow God to give you the strategy, you keep telling yourself, eh, it's because I'm no good, eh, it's because my mother did this, it's because my father did this, no, if you do that, you are running yourself down, you're not going nowhere, the Bible says I believe so I speak, yeah. That's Second Corinthians chapter 4, what do you believe about yourself? Say the things you believe. Yes, there is a problem. Look beyond the problem and begin to speak. You, you, you understand? Um, I, I, you know, so one, one thing that you need to do is that when you are faced with a challenge, conclude it in your heart that there is an, an the other side of this challenge. Oh, it's not going to end like this. Oh. No, it's not going to end. So something tells me, oh, colour, you have disability, ladies won't marry you. And I told myself, all right, I have disability. I'm going to get to that other side. I'm going to be married. And I'm not just going to be married to any lady. There, there. Like a reverse, we say, I'm going to marry the best. I believed it. You understand? And so when you are faced with any challenge in life, The first thing you should tell yourself is that this challenge is not an end in itself. Hmm. When, when, um, what's his name? Lazarus was sick and they came to call Jesus when this guy was still sick. And Jesus Christ said, his sickness is not unto death. It is to the glory of God that the Son might be glorified in it. The disciples never knew what he meant until Lazarus died. I said, yeah, let's go over there. So anything that happens to you, most especially as a child of God, it is not unto death. It's not going to finish that way. Yeah. There is a glory that's going to come if you can't stay, overcome it, and get to the other side. You understand? So I got the best of life because I believe I deserve the best. And I got to the other side, <coughs> excuse me. So after we got married and then we expected the children to start coming, naturally we expected them to come. And um, when we went to the hospital, um, medically they discovered that I was the one with problems. And um, they told me to go do spam count test. And the thing was dropping from 10, 20 million to 10 million. And then it dropped to, I mean, to <laughs> to 10,000, then he dropped to 5,000. And I remember we met a doctor at that point, and, and the doctor said we should do the test. And when he saw the test, he said, Mr. Dugodi, with this report I'm seeing, I'm sorry to tell you that you will never be able to impregnate a woman in your life. And I remember that I asked him, Never? He said, Yes, unfortunately, never. I'm so sorry. I said, So does it not have any solution? He said, has bor- dropped beyond Redemption mm-hmm. you, you understand yeah. it's so natural I was afraid thank God that my wife was in that in the office of the doctor with me maybe I would have had the difficulty of knowing how to tell her But she was there we both had it together and so it was a matter of all right so where do we go from this point of course we got home and thank god for the wife i had we were both quiet in the vehicle as we were going home and then she was the one that said my dear don't let us accept the doctor's report
0: wow doctor is
1: not god there is a medical report but whose report do we want to believe you know what she said jolted me back to life and i started telling myself all right what does the bible say the Bible says, none shall be buried. And, of course, we went back to the Word of God. Yeah. And we held on to the Word of God, and we kept on praying. Incidentally, I kept on going back to the hospital to check whether, as we are praying and taking some of the medications that they recommended, whether it was boosting the spam count. They kept on dropping until it got to zero count, you know. And... Um, Because we trusted in God, that's what you should do when trouble comes. Please, trust in God. Trust in the Lord. Don't lean upon your own understanding. Don't lean upon the understanding that any man gives to you. Who is it that says a thing and it comes to pass when God has not said it? You, You understand? So we just trusted in God. And at the point God said, stop taking the medications. So we stopped taking medications. We stopped going to the hospitals. We just kept on trusting in God. And the sixth year, I remember I was in a vehicle. Now the business problem has started then. So we didn't have children. We didn't have business. We didn't have money. We didn't have home. We didn't have peace. You know? So one day, I, I, I was just in the bus. I was crying silently. And I said, "God, what is happening? Not even a child to console us. And that day God led me to the scriptures, Isaiah chapter 40, verse 1. It says, comfort ye, comfort you, my people. Speak comfortably to Jerusalem. Say unto her, your hardship is over. For all your sins, I give you double. Of course, I understood what God was saying. That for all that we have gone through in this many years, I'm giving you double. Of course, I ran back to my wife and I said, God said he's giving us twins. Because I thought <laughs> double means twins. You know, and because I always believed God, you know, and of course, by then I've become a pastor of a, a church. And I was just preaching the next Sunday. I can't remember what I was preaching about. And suddenly I just told the brain. I said, I think I was talking about faith. I can't remember. And I was telling them that for instance, you know, we have been trusting God for a child by this time next year or next year i can't remember i said it we are coming with our twins Hmm. you know i'd said it before i realized that oh okay (laughs) what are you saying then you say i've said it and since i said it then we need to go and bury our heads in prayer and say god i've committed you outside Hmm. and to the glory of god not long after that day my wife took him and then the seventh year of our wedding we had our first child you know, of course, his name is comfort from that. <laughs> I like comfort, 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 my people, the comfort. We called it in Yoruba, you know, the second name we gave him, gave him was Ephraim. Mm. And the meaning of Ephraim is that God had made us fruitful in the land of our affliction. Mm. We were in trouble. We we're still in debt. We we're still in that boy's quarters. Mm. Yet God made us fruitful in the land of our affliction so that shows that we trusted in God you, you understand and yeah. uh, <laughs> um, okay by time after we had to know in 2000 2001 January when everybody was saying happy new year I locked myself in and I told myself if God does not do something this year there is nothing that is going to be happy about this year. That was 2001. And I locked myself in, and I was praying, and I said, God, show me the way to go. So when trouble comes, it's not about you fidgeting. It's not about you panicking. When you do that, you only aggravate the trouble. James chapter 1, verse 2 says, Can't it all joy when you are faced with diverse trials? Because those trials will lead to the testing of your faith. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says that after your faith would have been tested and everything, you will become patient. and say, but let patience have its perfect work, that you may become perfect and complete, lacking nothing. So when challenges come, children of God, it's not about panicking unless you don't believe that god is there and He did not take him anything to make light to come everywhere was it was formless was dark was bleak and god said let there be light and at that same instant, instance yes, there was light and i know that the god has said that that day he could just say let things come back to life so sincerely speaking, one of the things that I think keeps taking me on is that I believe that God is there to change situations. And you know, when the problem of the business was going to start and I yeah. saw it on me and I cried, I ran to God and I said, God, see, trouble is coming. God said, He just led me to another scripture in the Bible. I mean, Psalm, uh, first Samuel chapter nine when the donkeys of kish the father of saul got lost and he sent saul to go and look for them and they were looking from one place to the other and until they also almost got lost and then they got to samuel and samuel told saul that they said the donkeys you are looking for they have been found at home but is it not unto you and your father's house that god has given the kingdom of israel so god told me Saul was looking for donkeys, but he found a troll. God said, You are going to lose your donkeys, but you're going to find a troll. So, when all those troubles were going on, and it was going from bad to worse, I kept on telling myself, You are losing donkeys, you will find a troll. You are losing donkeys, you will find a troll. You are losing donkeys. When it gets so bad, I said, All right, you have lost another donkey, we'll soon find a troll. So that year when I started praying and God just led me to the Bible again. So we need as children of God be conversant with your Bible. Yeah. You understand, if you don't know, I'm not saying go and cram the Bible or know it chapter by chapter. But God will just say something. It will just be a phrase in a verse. You just need to go there. And so I just care, fear not, I will help you. And I took my Bible, that was Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. Fear okay. not, I will help you. Don't be dismayed, I will strengthen you. I will uphold you. I will make uh, this, this, this. And God went on. All those that are incensed against you, they shall be like nothing. You will look for them, you will not find them. And he said, Don't be afraid, one Jacob, I will help you. Then he got to verse 15, he said, I will make you into a new sharp threshing instrument, having teeth. You will trash the mountains, you will beat them small, and you will make the, the hills to become chaff. And so, when God led me to that verse passage of the scripture, and I got to that verse routine, I said, "God, so what are you talking about?" And deep in my spirit, I heard the Holy Spirit say, "I'm going to start something entirely new through you in Nigeria." nobody's doing it and some two three years down the line god gave this brought this idea of background check and suddenly i discovered nobody was doing it in nigeria and i entered into it and to the glory of god like um, that the whole thing started 2003 2004 july 21 we incorporated background check international you know so 2004 till now like some 14 17 years down the line this same complaint business that god said was going to start through me that nobody was doing in nigeria became the first of his kind in nigeria actually became the first of his kind started by an african in africa oh, wow. you know and of course by his grace it did well um so we are no more in the boys quarters Um, the the, the complaint is going across Africa and the Lord is blessing us with it. So I just want people to know it doesn't end like this. Hmm. Regardless of any challenge you are going through in life, it doesn't end like this. It will not end like this. The Bible says all our momentary afflictions that's that's um second second uh corinthians chapter four you know from verse 17. he says for our light afflictions afflictions which is but for a moment is working for us far more exceeding an eternal weight of glory Mm -hmm. in other words any affliction any trouble we are going through The first thing is that they are light even though we always think hey it's heavy it's going to kill me it's going to crush me god says they are light and they are momentary so that means that if you allow god to help you you'll be able to go through that problem and it will not crush you because the lord will help you carry it and it will not be forever it is for a moment that's true. So that means every trouble, every problem in life, it has an expiry date.
0: Absolutely. And I want
1: you to carry that in your mind. So no matter what, if no matter how terrible it's getting, you're telling yourself, this problem, you will soon expire. Because the Bible says, you are light and you are for a moment and you are working for me. You are working out for me and exceedingly exceeding eternal weight of glory that outweighs the trouble.
0: So right. that means
1: for a child of God, if you will believe, that trouble will be big, but the glory that will forth out of it will be far greater than the trouble that you saw. And if you believe it, you will always see the glory of God. Yeah. You, you understand? And then yeah. let, let me just add this one to each you know. You know, when the trouble of the business started, we were neck deep in debt, no funds, no nothing. I just kept on telling myself, we'll get out of this trouble. We'll get out of this trouble. And then, you know, there's a scripture in um, Deuteronomy. I think that should be Deuteronomy 28, verse 7. The Bible says your enemies will come at you in one way. They will flee in seven ways. And I just told myself, yes, you business problem, you have come against us in one way. You have several solutions for you to flee. So when I tried this, and I was trying many things, when the problem started, I said, okay, let me start a pure water business. I started pure water business. The money was coming, but I was paying debt. Both the capital and the profit was going into debt. So the business died. I said, all right, there are seven solutions. You have come in one way, you trouble, you will flee in seven. So I tried the second business. I the vehicle I was using for the pure water, I, I gave it to some guys to start running all these um, local markets that buy uh, full stuff and bring them to Lagos. Those guys will go a week, two weeks, then they will come back with stories and say, ah, the tire busted, the engine did this. I said, leave my vehicle, you know. So that was the second one. Then I had about all these uh, multi-level marketing, I mean stuff. I said, all right. So if I can get uh, the, the the package, the the uh, medication, they said if I get that, just the combo pack, then I will start making downlines, and then the line downlines will make me go upline and then i'll still be making money sideline i said yeah beautiful so i sold that vehicle then bought combo pack used part of the money to be running adverts so I was not social media at that time so i was doing it in Guardian newspaper and everything of course people came but they could not afford the product so i made only one down line in how many almost the whole year you know uh, so at the end of the day, even the product in the combo pack, we could not sell. So anytime they need toothpaste in the house, I said, go inside the combo pack. They need cream, go inside the combo pack. So one day I told myself, so I saw the old cap star, bought a combo pack, and we ate the old combo pack at home. So I said, so we finished only one cap star, all in the house, you know. And so I kept on going from one thing to the other until I got to this, what I'm doing now. So uh, sincerely okay. speaking, let trouble come to you. Let them come. There are at least seven ways by which you can try. Until you have tried seven, so try, attempted seven things.
0: No, don't no, tell don't me that you,
1: you have tried. It's not working. I've done everything. And then I would say, so how many things have you tried? most times people will say, I've tried three things. Well, especially the Yoruba people that are so um, traditional. You know, Yoruba okay. people believe that you must try things three times, okay. and after the <laughs> first time, you know, uh, that means the first one did not eat it, the second one did not eat it, but the third one cannot miss. So once they miss the third one, they say, you see, I've tried. But the bible says go seven times
0: mm-hmm.
1: the guy when 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 elijah said rain was going to fall said i hear the sound of abundance of rain the bible said he went on mount cap on that mountain I, and he bent his knee i ate inside his knee and he was praying and he was telling the servant go and check he said ah yeah. no rain is yeah. going to fall that one they came back me. i think three times and elijah said go, go back four times unless you have done it seven times and if rain does not fall, then we are failed. But the seventh time, that servant said, I see a cloud that is like the hand of a man. And the ledger said, That is it. So I'm saying this to let you know there's always a way, there's a solution to your problem. Somebody to end this way. of course i thought of uh, sorry i have kept on talking but you yeah. see there were points that i felt like maybe i should just die and let all these things end but i knew i could not kill myself i could not take rope tie myself and commit suicide i would be in vehicles and i had death wishes which you know i just wish this vehicle we have accident and die i mean and just everybody will die along with me and then I will try to convince myself if I did not kill myself we had accident now I will sit down and say so if I have died that oh, time
0: you, you won't I would have missed
1: there. the glory
0: yeah.
1: of what God is doing now
0: absolutely
1: so it's just for everybody to know that there is yet a day of glory ahead of you absolutely. in fact the stronger your problem gets just know that be much more glory and glorious. Your glory is going to
0: be absolutely. <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow. I mean, even though I would have loved to ask you more questions, you've sort of like touched other areas with your story. And because I was going to ask you, you know, somebody who just feels down. I mean, I was going to even ask you, how did you? How were able to gather momentum? You know, how were able to just get your faith active? Because I, I, I could tell that. You know, I mean, then you now share the fact that you even had not suicidal thoughts, but then, you know, you just kept going. You just kept going. You just kept going. And and I love what you said. You know, it's not over until it is over. If you've not tried seven times, don't say it is over. The mm-hmm. fact that, you know, and I, one thing you also said I, I found very encouraging is the fact that if you had, for example, taken your life, you wouldn't have today witnessed what God had even prepared for you in the future. Mm. So somebody who is listening and you think taking your life is a solution. It's not a solution. You know, God has something in store for you. You have to just be patient and you know wait just like uh, Mr. Kola shared with us. You have to just see through the process. You know, even though the you know you cannot control the thoughts that will come to you. But it is when your life to sit in you and you take actions that is when you know you've you know you can you can tell that you've given up. Right. So, but even when those thoughts come, try as much as possible to, you know, to find courage in the word of God. You know, Mr. Kola was very devoted to God's word, and I think that was very instrumental to your success story because there's something the word of God does to us. It's not just, uh, you know, therapy. It's not just um, a motivational speech or talk. It's it gives us hope. It gives us hope, and it also moves us into action. And I really want to say thank you so much for. For I know we, we could have loved to go to you know, take more tips from it, but you know we just love to keep the episode uh, a bit uh, short so that people can sort of um, you know listen and listen again um to them. You know, and why are you also share your story? I also uh, remember the popular. Uh, um quotes um tough times never last but tough people do you know you, you are also a, a good example a good example i mean, even my own personal lives too well I, I mean i might not have faced the challenges you you have faced but you know there'll be moments where you just feel i think what is in this world again you know one can i mean you know giving up and calling it quit but that is not i mean and i, and I look at where i am today and i'm grateful to god because if I mean it's it, it wasn't worth it giving up or it wasn't worth it you know blaming God or, or thinking life was worse for you. I mean there's always you know uh, you know a better story to tell and I really want to thank you so much for sharing yours very powerful story sir <laughs> yeah. I'm so grateful yeah and before we go, I would love you to say a short prayer i mean to so, I mean I know right now some a lot of persons have been inspired and you know, someone who is probably thinking of giving up right now is having a change of mind already. Somebody who thinks um, that you know it's the end for him or her is already having a change of mindset, right? Because even when the doctor said it, you know, doctor was doctors gave their their own verdict, but and, and I mean, and thank God to your wife as well, you know, who who understood the fact that the doctor's verdict is not the final verdict. You know, God can rewrite our story, and I mean. Um, God, God God bless her. God bless her. That was why I
1: pursued that for four years. <laughs> because I wanted to marry the right <laughs> the right
0: one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was very important. That was very important. So uh, why I'm asking you to say a prayer is because, I mean, after the amazing words we've had, I feel it's important we we just commit every listener to God's to God's um, hand and and allow God's hand to rest upon everyone for good and, you know, move everyone from their own challenge to success. Um, Please do us the honor, sir. All
1: right. Okay, let us pray. Our Father and our Lord, I want to thank you very much because we're a faithful God. You are the God that cares even for every one of us that you made. In fact, you care for us to the point that you have thoughts and plans for us. And you said that the thoughts and the plans you have for us, they are not plans of evil. They are not plans of destruction. But they are taught, even, oh God, of good and glorious things to give us a future that is glorious. Yes. God, no matter anything that any of my brethren or anyone that is listening, even to the sound of my voice now no matter what they are going through father you have said it that this is not the end this problem is not the end but it is to your glory father lord i pray god take your children through this problem and take them even to the other side of it speedily in the name of the lord jesus father prove yourself even in their lives you have said that men would know that you are god the bible said there was a shorter path route for the children of israel to take from egypt to the promised land But you took them through a longer route purposefully so that at the end of the day you will prove to people that you are god even by making the enemies of your people to drown in the Red Sea. God, I pray that from today, you will prove yourself to be God in the life of someone listening even to this prayer now in the name of the Lord Jesus. God, when you are going to take people out of problems, you send what to them. You send solutions to them. You send ideas to them. Anyone going through any challenge now, oh Lord, send your word to such, Lord, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Because when you send your word, your word heals and delivers from destruction. Father, let there be healing and let there be deliverance from destruction in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, Lord, let there be testimonies of people receiving even turn around in their lives after listening even to this edition of the program in the name of the lord jesus amen. thank you eternal of ages thank amen. you el shaddai because things are already happening in the lives of people for good in the name of the lord jesus
0: Blessed be your
1: name abby for in jesus precious name we are
0: afraid. Amen. amen amen Thank you so much, sir. It's been an honor and privilege um, having you on the show today. The pleasure is mine. All right. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Our regards to your amazing wife, a woman of faith. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Okay, guys. Yeah, thank you. Okay, guys, that is um, yeah, that is, that is, it all from us today on the Faith Culture Podcast. I believe you have been inspired. By the story of mr Kola color it's um, gonna be a good thing if you can take this episode and share with someone else do not just listen to it alone let us spread this positivity let us spread these possibilities that can happen through god so please do me a favor hit the share button and if you are new to the show i want to say thank you for listening to the faith culture podcast please take a moment um, to hit the subscribe button or follow us wherever it is you are listening from Also share this episode with someone. And if you have questions or inquiries on the show, you can as well send them to me at um, faithculture01 at gmail.com, faithculture01 at gmail.com. I would love to take your feedback and your reviews. Thank you once again for listening to the episode today. Um, Go on and ensure that your faith is obvious wherever you are. Thank you and God bless you.